Let's come up with some intro and then I can edit it in. Called How Billy Preston Saved the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> or as we like to call it, Get Black. Get Black. Yes, <laughs> Get Black. Get Black. <laughs> so I'm Harold and this is James. We are going to, we just finished watching nine hours of the Beatles, Get Back, Let It Be. And we're, we're in heaven. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, for me, I guess the the place I I want I wanted to start was because now we've watched the whole thing, and there was something obviously magical, timeless. It was so cool just seeing them interact in that sort in the in the casual places in that sort of the off cuff where they're not they're sort of unguarded. You know, there's being just being real. Yep. Yep. And and also, because we know the end, we know the real end of the story. The end of the story is they break up. It's not like oh, and then they live magically happily ever after no. in Beetleland. So there's a bit of sadness, you know, connected with it, which is like oh, I loved how you start to hear little bits of of songs that you know they're going to record later that summer for Abbey Road. And it was yeah, and it was you who had to remind me that Abbey Road. Was actually the last album, right. and not let it be, which which is, which is a really interesting thing because on one hand they're like, you see them in this in this place of you know, certain tumult and there's some sad you know it's sad and whatever, but then also. You know, there's something coming after that, but the movie was released after Abbey Road, so it's like, you know, Abbey Road was the last thing they recorded, but the last thing that we know in history was let it be. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the really messed up thing. Right, we all thought we knew what was going on and yep. somehow that became the that became the truth. Someone today said to me they're like, "Can you imagine if like they discovered like 100 hours of the Kennedy assassination, mm. you know, by contrast like mm. and you get this whole uh, they they re they recut it. You're like, "Oh, that's what happened?" Mm -hmm. Or any like event that's like so how else could it possibly be? And that's part of, for me, which is the shocking thing of like, I, I can't believe, you know, having now watched nine hours of this, it complete it changes everything about what I thought. And I mean, we've read a lot of Beatles books. We've, we've seen a lot of documentaries. I've heard them talk about it. And no one like really talked about what was really going on. Did they block it out? Did they like... They were just going along with the myth. So interesting. I think from everything that I've taken away from actually seeing them interact, because, of course, the stories are that they they couldn't stand each other. Right. Uh, they couldn't be around. They couldn't stand to be in each other's presence. Yeah. That wasn't true. Right. It was not true I at know. all. <laughs> Once they were, they goof, as, as I was saying to you while we were watching it, they did more goofing off than they did actually Right. recording the songs that they were supposed to be right. preparing for this concert. But what got me was, here's where John and Paul, in my personal opinion, fell out. And I feel like they they were doing it on a sneak when they were yeah. show when Alan Klein showed up. Right. John was all for this dude. Right. You never heard Paul's opinion. You heard George's opinion, right? George right. is like he's a fast talker, you know, uh he's smooth. Well, who was telling the story? 
Glenn was a Glenn was telling the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About saying how he, like if he doesn't want yeah. if he doesn't like what you're saying, he'll just change the right. subject on you. So that's what broke him up because Linda Eastman, who was already I want to say a Kodak, you know, yeah. a billionaire, right. not a billionaire then, but a billionaire. It's her family, right? It's there. her family. They were like, nah, you don't need to mess with those dudes, and he's yeah. the dude that cheated them out of their publishing. Right. So that's if you want part. They were growing. Yes, I could, get it. But I think that's what broke them up because John was so hooked into um, the Rolling Stones and the money that they were getting. And right. John was like, hold up, we're the Beatles. Right. You know, so we need to be there. And Paul was like, hold on a second. I don't trust this guy. So and, and John, you know, and this is pretty well documented. He was really naive, gullible. Yep. He would just. You know, so Alan Klein did his magic on him. You heard what he said. Yeah. He knows everything about us. It's amazing, man. You know, he, yes, he, he knows everything. Us. He knew me. He, it's almost like he was been there. Like he knows you, like like Yoko knows me. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's talking about it, and and Paul's not there, which is curious, right? Right. Because because you know, and you know, the 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 history, right, is that yep. while this is all going on, they're having these meetings, yep, in their offices to yep. to figure out the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. It's sad because that's what broke them up. You want my nobody asked me that. Well, Yoko, what, Yoko definitely didn't break them up. No, that was a lie. And and you, you and I, we all talked yeah. about that. Like it's almost like you know when something goes bad, you need to um, scapegoat. have a boogie. Yeah, the man. scapegoat, right? Yeah. And she and she played the part, right? She sure she, did. She, you know, and 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 they talked about it, right? You know, the the racist overtones. Yes. But look, she was out there. She was weird. I mean, she and she was that was kind of her M.O. Like, I'm out there. I'm an artist. Yeah. I'm, a, you know, a Japanese artist. And John. He, and he, what he did Paul it. say? He was like, what am I going to say? That's that's where he is. That's yeah. his girl. What am I going to say? But speaking of space goat, yeah. space goat, scape, scape goat. Good name for band, the space goat. The space goat. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of scapegoats, everybody out there, I made this joke. If you've watched it, and remember when the cops came and Harold and I had a good chuckle, <laughs> and I said they were going to like they started arresting people. Now this is a terrible joke, I'm, <laughs> and I'm black, so I can say it. So stay with me. Don't cancel us. I'm black. Okay. So don't cancel us. But wouldn't it have been funny? <laughs> If the cops would have came and arrested Billy Preston and let the Beatles go, that I was like, "Billy, we'll get you out. We got a good lawyer for you." <laughs> when they came to shut, the, they arrested the black guy, let the Beatles go. I'm sorry, that's just a little sick. My mind is sick like that. But so. let's, but let just have a good chuckle and deal with it. Thank you. You know what's funny? That, first of all, that is hilarious. <laughs> but I was thinking, and we were talking about this. You know, first of all. When they're in the when they're in the film studio, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's eight in the morning. They're trying to record an album, and they, they all know it's re- it's it's absurd to try and make music there. And it's cold, and the lighting, everything about it was wrong. So it was so nice that they kind of that they came out of that. But to me, that was some of the most interesting footage because you know while they're there, and George leaves and leaves the band, right? And they're all kind of like, hmm. And of course, you know, then Paul's like, and then there were two. And then, you know, they close up, they do a close up mm-hmm. on him and they hold on to the camera and Ringo. But then I was like, well, that's true now. It's just Paul and Ringo now. And they're still alive watching this. Yeah. And like, that was like, the irony was, woo. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And also, you said, you said something really interesting about the age. Like 20, 27 and with all that smoking and their black teeth um and all the and all the 
just just the the, the stress, pressure, the, the stress. stress. Yeah. That's what it is. I never appreciated that until you kind of mentioned it. Like, why why do they seem so wor- weary? Yeah. This, they had the weight of the world on their shoulders, and, and and thank God John washed his hair by the last two. Yeah, that episodes was getting a little nasty. It was my lord. <laughs> he had more more oil than OPEC in his hair. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> he looked a little mangy. Oh, yeah. But uh, between his hair and George's teeth, listen, George's teeth. But George gets best best uh, dressed. Really, I think Glenn John were I they would... Uggs before they were Uggs. He had the Uggs. He had those. He had the psychedelic Uggs. <laughs> yes. But then the best outfit was the purple. Yes, absolutely. Prince, As eat you your said. heart out. Prince, eat your that heart out. That was the out. most purple shirt I've ever seen. Yes. And it I was, want to say that the Beatles, it was all pimps, you know. Oh, my uh, God. All the fur. Glenn Johns had the best jacket. Oh, that, and that the glasses. fur and the leather. Like yes. The alligator skin. Oh, man, yeah. And the glass. Like, absurd. Absurd, yeah. So, but, I, yeah. So, I think, you know, America usually does uh, get... A lot of this style from other places, but I get it. Like um, um, uh, the boutiques over yeah. in in London, they had it going on, and that's what that's where Jimi Hendrix learned how to dress. What we were l- noticing was that was what that's what people who make music do. Yep. They especially when you're when you're in the in that process, it's not like with with Paul, for example, he brings a song and he's like, "Here's here's how it goes. I'm going to show you what I want you to do." That's one version. We saw that, but then other tunes like. He's just making get back in real life. You see, like, and the funny thing is, the, the cool thing is, we all know how how it ends. We know the fir- the finished version. So we're like, no, no, you're gonna go. Th-. Like, you could almost like say, oh, you're gonna do this. Oh no, then there's that part. But when they're mapping it out and they don't know where it's going, that's priceless. Or as that, I said to you, so where cool. I respect John, he's like, just make up a word till yeah. you find what you want. You know, but that's I, the genius of John Lennon. But how did you feel about the fact? Because I. I had I had feelings about the way that it wasn't like they could help it, but there was John and Paul, and then there's George, and they were like three. There's like, you know, they're the sun, and he's like the moon, and that's why he had to go, and he knew it. You heard him say in that last episode about I've got days of right. songs that I just want. And John John said, "What and you want to re- like, right. record them by yourself?" Like John was way more open, right? Because even re- remember when he turned when they were doing uh, something. Mm-hmm. And we and you know right. we didn't. That's when I asked, "Hey, wait a minute." That's when I had re, you reminded right, right. me that that was on Abbey Road, right? Right. And he was just working out something, and you know, right. John was just like, "I appreciate John," because if it was up to Paul, he'd have just been like, "Well, let's do another one." And John was let's like, "Yo, let's balloon. do one of George, George. Right. What you got?" You know. Yeah, John and, was looking out for George then. Yes, but I he think was. He also, and and it came out a little bit later in this in this third episode where he's like. Yeah, do your own thing. And George is like, and we could each do our own thing, you know, and then I'll, and then we could come come back and have the Beatles thing. He said Which that. Which it seemed like that wasn't part of Paul's plan. No. Paul was like. We're a group. We're doing we're this. We're family, and that's that. And this is the formula that works. Right. Paul was, as I've learned, up and I had, and again, I, I respect Paul, um, but up until this watching this mm-hmm. i lost little respect for him because yeah. he was part of my he was a bit of an asshole <laughs> like you saw with, with ringo like he was trying to tell him how to play and ringo was like yo i'm he, gonna take the stick and i'm gonna throw it at you yeah and he was right and ringo's like listen i, I know i'm ringo but and george in the beginning that's why george left george's like dude i'm not doing what you want me to do this like, is what i feel right and it wasn't even like i'm george harrison it's just like dude stop bossing me around thank you Right. And Paul and I get it as as someone who writes songs, you have this right. in your head, but at the same time there's a 
and I and I don't think Paul meant any harm. No. He was he's in no. the moment and yeah. he's being creative. But you know, there, there's other grown men there. Yeah. You know, you gotta. You know, hey, remember that one time guy. he said something to John, and John turned and looked at him. <laughs> John just stared right. at him. But that was that great. <laughs> so there were two moments there, right? There's there's that there's that there's that flower pot where they put the the mic in. Yep. And and you just hear the audio of John and Paul. To me, that was incredible because here it's like they really don't think they're being listened to, so they're being very candid. And as right, and John said, Paul says, "I, I think you're the bo- you're the you're boss." The boss. But but if if Paul never had said that, that was the end. That was right. the end. Because remember, right. John had not showed up for a day. Right. Was it? He, right. He came late. He came late right. and was not caring. And then they went and had a talk. Because remember, right. they were like they were trying to reach him. Right. They couldn't right, reach right. him. And then he was like, "Paul, John wants to talk to you." Yeah, Paul yeah, jumps right, up, right, right. goes talk. He was like, "He'll be here right. by by the afternoon." They come in. All right, everybody out. Right. They go and talk, and then they have that talk. And after that talk. That's when they got back to business. I think, I think that was actually that's really interesting because it's it, it like it equalized. Yep, it equalized the the relationship again. It was like we they needed to have that moment of of understanding, and it actually broke it broke the ice. It, it did. It it, it 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 allowed. They were smiling again. Yep. It's so interesting because and it, yep. they were on board to go get George. Yeah, because even John in the beginning was like. Bye, George. Right, we'll go get Eric, get Eric Clapton. Let's, get Clapton. <laughs> let's go get Clapton. It wasn't a big and deal. And even George's. But Ringo was like, hold up. Right. We need George. <laughs> but it's so interesting. And again, here we are. Like, we're seeing this completely re-edited film. Yep. With all this extra footage. And then it's like, okay, so George comes back. And within a day or two, he's more in it. He's more invested. And then. I would love to know. Yeah, what was said? What was said? That right, they they they're like because remember the first one, right. first meeting they're like ah didn't, didn't go, go so well. well, didn't go so well. Second one, George will be back because George was out. He went back yeah. to Liverpool. Yeah, he was just like I see you really all in the clubs. He didn't just go back to London. He went to no, Liverpool. he went to Liverpool. He went back home. He went home. We're on our way home because he's only twenty seven years old. He went home, which was who knows how far Liverpool was from. It's What's a couple that? Hours. It's South a couple South hours. England is it South England? I feel like. It's 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 maybe north a north, little bit. Okay. I yeah, I can't really picture it, but it's a couple hours. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a plane ride or or a yeah. Whatever. He was out. Like when he said he was out, he was out. How interesting! Like he went home, and when they say that, you know, now it's like wow. Like he must have been, he was done. But here's the thing: I also mu- he must have also realized like, I'm gonna have a life after this group. This is not the well. He had his own stuff of, going right. on, and he was actually. Just getting into, I saw the, um, wow, was it All Things Must Pass? His doc, I think I told you yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, the documentary. was great. Yeah, but he was also like, George was more, he was a free spirit, yeah. right? And he told his son, he was just like, what are you going to school for? Like, mm-hmm. And his son was like, dad. He was like, okay, well, you don't have to go to school. For, you know, be right. what you want to be. Right. So that's why I think, you know, George, and and you have to give him credit. See, they all, they all saved each other. They all saved each mm-hmm. other, right? Because- George was like, I hate this place. Right. This is not how we get down. Right. We need to be amongst each other. Right. And Paul's trying to force it. Yes. Because Paul's like, I got the movie and I want to do the concert. And it, it it's so forced and it's yep. so um It's out of their environment. It, right. They were out of their environment. They're pushing too hard. And that's that clearly was never what they were about. And again, I respect John because you know, you hear all these things about John was going along with it. Yeah. 
up until Paul was just being a little bit too Rick. demanding, and he was like, you know what? Me and Yoko are going home to get high. And you know what's interesting? <laughs> yeah, really. You know, another thing about that is, is that Ringo, who I love that John called him Richie. Richie. Come on, Richie. Come on, Richie. Like, that, it's so sweet because, like, that's how he well, knows that's him. That's how they know him. Yeah. You're not I Ringo. I love it. You're not Ringo. You're Richie. I love that. Yeah. Um, but but then at the same time, he, there's there's an understanding that Ringo, there's no question that Ringo's the drummer in that band. Absolutely. Now, there was a time when Ringo left during the White Album, and Paul played drums on a few tracks Why on the White Album. Why did he leave? Because they tried to replace him, right? There, no. There was, no, no. He it, filled it. He was sick or something? Something happened. He got upset. It was, you know, kind of chaotic and whatnot, and it was only a few months after uh, Brian had died. Right. But, um... And they talked I, about that. Yeah, I don't remember. Right, I, I don't remember exactly why Ringo left. But then, here in this in this setting, um, not only does Ringo not leave, there's never any question that this is the band. In in in, in with with regard to Ringo, whereas John's like, oh, let's get Eric Clapton, which is interesting. Like quickly, like no, we're we're just gonna move on. But but thank God, they get sense and they go after George and they and after John and Paul have that that conversation which is really thinking about it and as you point out like that was the moment that when it all changed everything and then what was also funny right before George was like yo we need to get Billy Preston we need a piano player Paul you know what I mean and Paul was like yeah 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 right and well, does George happened. does George say let's get him and then we see him, or is, or is he just kind of does he? I feel he like said we need a piano player like okay. a Billy Preston. Do you remember we saw him in Germany and uh, he plays with Ray Charles and they said right, he's right, actually right. I think he's better than Ray Charles. He yeah. was talking about his old act, how he got and up. That's before he came into the studio. Before he came and mm. he, how he got up and did it. He plays and then dances right. and George was like really really into yeah, it yeah. and they weren't kind of feeling him until he shows up. Then he shows up and then it all. It's really, it's really remarkable. One, it's it's Billy Preston. It's Billy Preston before he's, and and he's going to record his first two albums on with, Apple on the Apple and that my favorite album of his, which is um, uh, what's uh, thank you um, that's the way God planned it. That's the way. That's not is that on Apple? Yeah. Oh. That's his second album, and that's my favorite. Whoa. Billy Preston. That's got so many great tunes. Whoa. That's just that's Whoa. the living truth. Wow. That's Jesus. That's like whole man. And that's the Billy that we're getting. Like that Wow. That early and you just feel it, right? Right. I mean, you see the Beatles' faces light up. You see his they, they can't stop smiling. Because something is is like it's like someone noticed that like the socket wasn't plugged, the uh, you know, Electrical cord wasn't plugged into the wall, and he comes. He's like, "Oh, should I plug this in?" Boom. Well, because remember wow. they were talking about. Remember right before he shows up, John was on the piano. Right. And Paul's trying to tell tell him how to play some stuff. Right, and right, then right. They were like, "Well, who's going to play this? Mm. Who's going to play that?" And then, right, boom. Yeah, I hear Billy Preston's in town. But he doesn't just. But but the thing is that the thing that I loved is they, he doesn't just play. He just lays in that. He stays soulful. in his lane. Yep, and and it enhanced because at the end of the day, they're want to be blues boys anyway. Yeah, they want to be blues boys anyway. And here he comes with, and they love Ray Charles as Paul was saying when he's trying to describe, um, you know, the long and winding road. Yeah, um, I think that if we had the technology that we have today, then 
Paul could have done, there wouldn't be any Beatles because Paul would have played everything himself. Right. You know, which was interesting because before then, they weren't playing together. Right. So I know they didn't, they didn't have any recording, but I would like, because they were like, th- th- this is the first time that they had all been right. in to sit down and play together. Right. During the White Album, they're they're all just kind of coming in, doing a track. He'll record that. It was, ver- it was very separate, separate recording. This is, you're right, this is the first time they're kind of coming back. And they're purposefully doing this live because, you know, we were talking about there are no headphones on. Nope. Now, they've recorded with headphones before. There's plenty of visual, right? They they know how to do that, but they all made the decision, oh, we want the PA, we want the live sound, and and you pointed out no effect boxes. None. No guitar stands. I mean, this is like, it's so primitive on one hand. No music stands. Yeah. Well, one. <laughs> and then Mal and, then, had, the and then Mal had to hold the, for Dick. Was it Dick a Pony? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just I just got blown away the how simple and how early it was with all the technology, and yet it sounded so freaking good. It sounded so good. Um, I but I, you know I was just noticing like what is it about the quality of what of what Billy Preston brought. Because it was his personality, it was spirit. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Spirit, personality. He 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 respected those guys right. as much as he respected, you know, and as much as they respected him. Yeah, there was a mutual respect, and there was love. A, yeah, and there was never any question. I don't can't remember in the video anyone telling Billy what to play. No, because he they didn't need to. No, because they were he asking knew them, what remember, to play. Remember, was it George? <laughs> Um, I don't play the piano. I can't do this on right. the guitar. What if we <laughs> had a C over an E? Like he's getting theory lessons from right. Billy. And Billy just comes over like, yeah. And then and the George next thing you see, George is just is singing and Billy's playing the keyboards. Yep. It's like, oh, I guess someone. <laughs> yeah, Billy Preston. Why don't? And then what Billy did John Preston say? Play? We need to add Billy to the group, and then we can add whoever we want. So, but but at the same time, it's clear that it's over, right? It's clear that like, is that, it? Well, oh, so. I feel like because there's they, only so much acting. Sorry to interrupt you. There's yeah. only so much acting you you can do yeah. that you can come across. But like, yeah, they're only doing this for you know. George quit for Christ's sake. So clearly, he wasn't. It wasn't about the money or right. anything, right? They genuinely loved, in my opinion, yeah, making music and being together. Hence, by all of the remixes that they did of their own songs, Chuck Berry, the Elvises, you know, they were having fun. You can't Thank deny you. that. What what I'm what I'm thinking is, is now we know okay. On one hand, we know it's not the end because there's a whole other summer of recording Abbey Road, and that's going to be, and even though, so again, the mythology is oh they they just each person went in separate and they were their own yeah. session men. No, what actually happened, which I've been reading, is that Abbey Road, they cut all the basic tracks together, and then right after they had done all that, then they would go in and they would add whatever, but. They recorded because live, and then they and then they multi-tracked it, right? But that's that's the three of them, one microphone together, over and over again, recording and and you know building those parts. Oh, and, and, and I mean as, that's just a masterpiece. But wait a minute, as, as we talk about Billy Preston, the real MVP is George Martin. All right, so let's talk about George Martin for a second. Look. I've I've always thought because I'm listening to the anthology over these years and listening to the early recordings and and take thirty two, 
and somehow the I feel like the best work is what got put on the record. Like there isn't a there isn't a track on on the anthologies. I'm like, oh, they should have gone with that take. No, no way. No. And that's George Martin. End of the day, he's in there, and, and he pres- let them. He even you know, I guess now it would be come on guys, let's get it together. He would come in and he he would listen. You could see him poke his poke his nose in mm-hmm. and make his suggestions and then disappear. That's like, come yeah. on, man. But by that point, you know, it's it's interesting what was his role musically at this at this phase. You got Glenn Johns, who was really the producer, and George is sort of there coming in and out. And George already has his other he's got another project going on, this AIR studio. That he's doing as kind of a side thing now that he's his now that he's George Martin, he's already starting to like branch out. So everyone has their eye on like the future. George Harrison's got his thing, but in the studio, George Martin, yeah, I mean he he was there from the beginning. So many of those guys, right there, Mal Evans, that guy, Neil, like so many of those guys were there when they were nothing, when they were literally just like driving the van, and all sleeping in the same rooms. It's pretty Im- remarkable. The Beatles kept it tight. Yeah. And I agree that George Martin throughout the whole career was the one who... Now nah, he was the MVP. And they also said, like, after uh, Epstein died, yeah, um, that they needed a, a father figure. Right, Paul says that. So true. They And again, they're 25 years old. George, not that, not that Bur- Brian Epstein was only a few years older than him. Right. But... They were, and look, as soon as as soon as Brian dies, you know, things that's just fell when apart. they went awry. Money fell apart. Well, everybody started. You know, I'm my own man now. Right. And Paul did his best to keep it together. And what's nice, actually, in in, the, in this film, is you see Paul in the beginning, kind of overcompensating. Right? He's the he's going to be the one, and I'm the leader now. And John's strung out, and George wants to leave, and Ringo's Ringo. I'm I'm the only guy holding this together. Yeah. But he's pushing too hard. Yep. By the end, when you see them on, and you see them on the roof, and they're just giddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're having fun, and it's freezing. It's it's the middle of January. My favorite part of that <sighs> rooftop is when yeah. Mal cuts off George's amp, and he turns and looks at him. He looks at the cops and goes and turns <laughs> the amp back on. Love George Harrison. That is love George. But I love the way Paul's moving, and he's like. And they strutting. were smiling at each other. Yeah, so. that was real. You that there was none of not, everything on the roof, and every, they sounded great because for two right. for for the first two episodes, I'm like they sound like trash. Yeah, like this is. But when it was lights, camera, action, they they were in it, man. Yeah, they were in it, and, and they you, were and really the, tight up top. And then the underscore comes in, and this yeah. track was used. Yeah. <laughs> this take was used, right. which you need to talk about how yeah. they were able to take. From the rooftop, yeah, I, I had forgotten that that they were running cables, right? There's no digital, nothing. No, it's all no, it's all analog, as you said. They're on the roof. Yep, that's the sound. That it, there's no effects. There's no post production. That's it. It which is incredible. Incredible. Played through wind, an Epiphone guitar. Yes, a pretty crummy, you know, Hofner bass. The first generation Fender Rhodes piano, a drum set with gotten which has nothing flat, and it sounds incredible. Yeah, because they're all playing their asses off. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was good. In the cold. In the cold. On a roof. John says, I think there's a frozen. I can't yeah. play my cards anymore. So for me, the, the, the takeaways are they were in a completely different headspace emotionally, you know, musically than I had been led to believe. And even though I can say, oh, Let It Be was great, you know, and, I, and there are pieces of it. I mean, I loved, you know, I Dig a Pony. I love that tune. And, um, and they didn't really highlight it, but I Me Mine, the George tune. That's I a cool mean, tune. Mine, yeah, Two of song. us. Two of us, yeah. 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 Because that, to me, again, watching John and Paul reconnect, if only as, you know, and this was, and again, they would go into the summer, record Abbey Road. They put the medley together. There's a beautiful picture of John and Paul, and, and, they, and they document it as this is them working out the medley. You know, because the, the photographer, you know, knew what they were talking about. And you see the two of them hunched over, like, working on it. So you know that's coming. Mm-hmm. They're not done. They're not leaving angry. I'm but telling you what broke them up, man. The money. Yeah. The thief. Yeah. <laughs> the thief. Well, it, w- it was Alan Klein. It was, it was the fact that they couldn't see straight through right they they were about to lose it all they lost all this money with their apple venture oh, yeah. they were they were giving money away they were just yeah. like burning through money yeah. they couldn't trust anybody and um yeah and it it sounds like paul was just being heavy-handed and was you know and he was going to go his own way and there was all that dissension and then he breaks up you know he 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 calls he was the first quit. one out yeah yeah even though john it. 6 months earlier said i'm leaving the band so somewhere in somewhere in like the fall and then that winter of 70, or when, you know, Paul's out. And we saw why. Who let the the, uh, the fox in the hen house? <laughs> you know? So that's what it was. Yeah. My personal opinion. George was George already had one foot out anyway. Because I, I, I felt sorry for him um, for a lot of this. Um, because it was like, as I said to you before, it was a Lennon and McCartney thing. You know, didn't oh, feel yeah. sorry for Ringo because I never felt sorry. Right, Ringo, Ringo. But George, just like, I did because because Paul, George had 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 songs, you know, and for him to right. be a side man, right? He's like, I can, what? I can write just yeah. as good as you guys. Yeah, I also felt like the awareness, especially in those in those first two episodes or the first episode for sure, where once John and Paul started to kind of, you know. They were kind of flirting with each other again, you know, and they were kind of and George just kind of withdrew. I was I was amazed as the film went forward, how much George was able to let go of all of that and get back in the name of let's do this and got back involved. And his contributions were um, amazing. Yes. His guitar licks. Yes. Right there. Even because remember, they were arguing over get back. Yeah. That jump, 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 jump. And that's like the the. That's that. Well, I don't, hit, Paul. I don't hear it like that. And he was just like, right. "No, this is where it needs to be." Yeah, and that was kind of like you know, that's great. And then of course, I mean, once he was doing that, and then Billy Preston came in. All right. So real quick here, mm-hmm. two things. First, your favorite of all the songs in the "Let It Be" that we heard in the last. What was your favorite? Get back. Yeah, definitely. For me, it was "Don't Let Me Down." I love, especially when John. Just on the roof, he just lets it all go, and he's in good voice. And remember, he, he kept just, complaining throughout the whole. Yeah. He's like, "It's hard for me to sing yeah. this song." <laughs> right. 
And he just woo, but he just my well. And yeah. that's a that's a, that's him stretch pushing his range a little bit. Yeah, he's screaming. It's, it's he's good. screaming as you said. Yeah. Paul is the best screamer, yeah. rock and roll screamer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and you know I'm in love. Don't don't don't. Yeah, that's my favorite. Now, that's my favorite part of the song. Mm. But now, get back is yeah. I love two of us, especially that bridge. Yeah, two of you us. and I have memories. Yeah, the, the lyrics. The road. And how they how he gets back to the main melody <laughs> off of that. <laughs> like that's a real, that's a master. That's a, that's a master a country western song. Yeah. Yeah, you could hear it, right. Boom, 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 boing, but that's boing, such an unusual, to go from that, that on our way, do, 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 and then, like, how does he think of to go to that chord? It's not a normal, it's not the natural place one would go. And that's Paul. I mean, he just had the craft. He was just, you know, he's Paul. He's Paul, yeah. All right, so that's Let It Be. Now let's talk all time. Uh-oh. Let me take you down, cause I'm going to strawberry fields. (laughs) Nothing is real, (laughs) and there's nothing to get hung about. (laughs) Strawberry fields forever. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, and then I'm sorry. You know what? We were talking about this. Um, That's one, and then two is all you need is love. Really? Interesting. I, I think I told you it was yesterday, but yesterday's three after all you all need, you is, need love. is love. The lyrics. This the way the way they set that song up. There's yeah. nothing you can say that can't be sung. Don't do There's nothing you can do that can't be done. And he talks about you he, he playing the game, then he says it's easy. It's amazing that they could write a song that that on one hand was so perfectly in tune with that moment in time. In, in you know, and I always think about how crazy 1967, summer of 1967, you got Vietnam wars ramping up, you got Middle East war, yep. Israel, yep. Arab countries. Like this was not, you know, I mean, civil rights strife, the world, the Southeast Asia, na- na- name your p- part but wait of the a minute world. though, but wait a minute, they had their own nationalism going on over there oh, as yeah. well oh, yeah. which was what get back was supposed to be about right about the about the pakistanis right i also love that the beatles i think and then I'll, I'll give you my favorite tunes but so so, so uh, all you need is love and, and uh strawberry fields forever the beatles were the beatles I, I, let's not say colorblind they just didn't care like that was and that was they they were they would refuse to play in places remember when they went tra- in the south yep. they made a big stink they're like and then, of course, you know when that John Lennon makes that comment about Jesus and they're big with Jesus. So it's all, it's all, it's all the. Well, I think that's all, all that stopped them from. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, okay, we're fine. We're not going to record. We're not performing yeah. anymore. Not for you. Not for y'all. And we're not going to. I mean, they loved the music that came out of the black experience. You know, experience Absolutely. as you saw with George. Right. Having all of those, it was the Four Tops, Smokey Robinson, yeah. and the Miracles in the middle of Get they Back. Yo. They couldn't understand the racism. They couldn't understand what, what, wait, 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 they like, what? What's wrong with you people? You white people <laughs> in America. <laughs> they couldn't get it. So I'm going to say favorite Beatles song, rock song, 
like the rocker is revolution. That's that buzzsaw. And you know it's gonna that, be. Yeah, just so uh, great. Uh, everything uh, about the the baby, right, the yeah. drums, everything about that song is perfect. It's raw. Ra- yeah, raw. It's just plug in and put your foot on the gas. But what's funny go. is you know it was George that told him you need to speed this up. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> haven't you heard? All right, because they have that right. They're one the way out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, nah, Holmes, you need to speed this up. But I love that they have two versions of the same song. Yep. Yep. Like, that's a pretty cool thing, yeah. among among the other cool things. But that's, again, the cool thing about this. You saw the making of the sausage. Right. They went right. through so many iterations of their of their music, and then it's like, right. boom, okay, we got it. Yeah. Here it is. Right, when, when they're playing on the roof, it's like they're hot, they're tight. They sound good. They got it together, which was, yeah. which was hilarious. It's not hilarious because you understand. But all right. that chaos downstairs. Yeah. Then they get it, hit it. <laughs> they sound great. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay. I was I was feeling it then. Yeah. I was feeling it. It was cool. So all what's time. Your, what's Beatles? your second? What's your second? You got Revolution. Revolution. We were talking about I mean, I I love the early stuff. I love all that early stuff. The first two, three albums. It won't be long yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So because it's so exciting and hot. But I think um you had said it, you know, in my life. Do, 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 do. That's a perfect tune. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Rain. The song Rain. If the rain comes, the run is the bass line. Is that, that's not I'll Follow the Sun, is it? That, that's, um, that was the, the, the flip side of Day Tripper. Day Tripper. So it's, it's right around Revolver. Okay. Uh, it's 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 Rubber Soul into Revolver. Where's Penny Lane? Rubber Soul. Penny Lane is is a part of Sergeant Pepper. It Sergeant was a single with Sergeant Pepper. Okay. Strawberry Fields Forever. That's one of my A-side. favorite. That's one of my that yeah. era. Yeah. I told you that that era when they got into just those heavy orchestrations, hard raw, yeah. uh, uh, T- yeah. cello sounds. But I love also the opening ticket to ride. Okay, let me confess. I can't pick my favorite Beatles song. Now that we're talking, I can't me do either. it. You got me, <laughs> but it's still straight. It's, it's still list. strawberry fields. Yeah, like I, like my heart when I hear that ending. Like it sounds. It's like how, how do you create that sound? How also, you, yeah. What are you doing, George? Yeah. And then I, my, you know, one of my favorites is, I mean, all so yeah. this is really See? for me. It's the yeah, but but it's the start. <laughs> that whole Sergeant Pepper's era, right? Yeah. Cause even um, nothing's going. No, no, no. I heard the news today. Yeah. Oh boy! That's Sergeant, and then, right, that's and then right. Sergeant Pepper's and Paul comes in. Woke up. <laughs> By the way, so the, the chord progression on Sergeant Pepper is incredible. <laughs> and Hendrix, right? The, you know the, the the story. Hendrix goes out. The album and does comes it. out. The next night, he's learned the tune and does Paul's it live. Like, Right, oh, Paul. Oh the, my! Paul's there. Clapton's there. <laughs> Pete Townsend's. They're all watching Hendrix for the first time. He's already learned the tune, which, 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 which was such a cool, like what a what a hat tip. And Hendrix is like, excuse me, because because Sergeant Peppers knocked him out at number one. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. He's like, take this. Can you imagine being in that club that night? Nope. And you just happen to be eh, eh, this new guy, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi and Hendrix. the Experience are playing. We're gonna go down to the marquee. Yeah. And then, oh, there's Paul, there's there's Pete Townsend, there's Clapton. Yep. The aristocracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a time. 
And I also love in the movie that those two girls hanging out outside. Well, let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> and because, you know, everything after the so Beatles crazy. was Beatlemania. Right. But they were able to, A, walk without bodyguards. Yep. And walk right into. Yeah. And that I was just and, off the and that's and but but here's the sad part, but John has to come to to right. New York to get killed, for for that's the that's the right that that's see you watch the movie, and you, and and I and I feel and I'm sure you did right you feel this like joy, but in the back of your mind I mean George died horribly and he was almost killed by a fan right on his own, but died of cancer but right 1980 he's 40 years old when he gets murdered in front of his for house nothing. For nothing, right? Well, and so that's just well. There are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. I don't want to uh, promote any of them, but damn. I'll say, I'll say this: you can't watch that movie without knowing what because you, you know John you know. got really political, oh, and yeah. they want he they tried to get a, he sued the United States and won. Oh, there's a huge. They didn't right? want him here. Oh no no no! They wanted him off. Nixon was after him. They were after him. There's a whole wait. There's a few movies about that, right? He was he was funding the Black Panthers. Yep. All you know. Yeah, John was involved in. in and some, he was anti-war. Yep. That that whole oh, yeah. era. So you don't know, man. Mm. Everything ain't what it seems. Mm, mm, mm. Everything ain't. And I'm not blaming John. No, I, no. I again, I think that you know. I think anytime. You know, I always go back to Howard Cosell and Monday Night Football. Yeah. John Lennon of the Beatles is dead. You know, wow. and, and and you know, he's of Were the you, old yeah. aristocracy, you know, right. of of telephone I mean of, of sports. John Lennon is yes, dead. dead. And the, the the hurt that he had yeah. in his heart, like what really? Because John was was truly mythological in in his being and, and he and after the Beatles, all his pro peace stuff and all his activism and then he kind of retreated from the spotlight of course there's that beautiful story of john and paul getting together in like 1976 and they're watching saturday night live and they sing let's go and they're like let's go is that true that's a true story oh wow that's a true story um and they were never gonna go but you know they were like let's just do it let's just go over and i i love knowing that they had a you know they got they got back connected in there, uh, even before John died. Well, I like, you know, again, going back to the boogeyman, Yoko. You yeah. see, all these years, Yoko and John have been, yeah. I mean, excuse me, and Paul have been working, yeah. you know, their quote-unquote estates have been working together yeah. and on various projects. But um, There's a lot of money to be made. Well, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I think Paul Paul will also say, and even Yoko, like, you have to, yeah, you have, to have some realization that, like, you as, as Yoko, you're coming into this this tightly knit group, like to think that it's going to all just be fine. Right. You still think that they had resentment that she was there from what, from after watching this? Well, when you watch it, Yoko doesn't really, I mean, they don't catch except for that screaming she was doing. They could, they could have edited. But there's that beautiful scene where Paul's practicing. Let it be in the background. And you see in the foreground, it's Yoko and Linda chatting and laughing and kind of sharing a moment. Like, Oh, we're, we're the two Beatles. Like, you know, we're the, we're the girlfriends. You know, we're we're here. Let like, how are you? What you know? But I don't remember. You don't see Paul and Yoko sharing sharing a moment. Or, you 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 see, Yoko just clinging to John. But I'm just saying, Harold. So if Kess was here, yeah, in the studio, I'm not too sure. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't feel right chumming it up with your your lady. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be awkward, wouldn't but it? But just to say, hey, well, yeah. I think Paul like 
He's like, but well, she, we didn't see any of that, right? Right, right? Because they all came in at different times. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it would walk in and Paul would be working on something. So it, and Paul's or, off with Linda. And, yeah. But Yoko and John were one listen, inseparable being. But listen, listen, right. And I'm going to give her credit because she inspired him to go out there, right? So you yeah. have, which here's, here's, a, here's a gem, everybody. Are you aware that John Lennon didn't write Imagine? It was a poem. That Yoko wrote. Get out of here. Yes. John took it and put the chords behind him. Really? Yes. It was her poem. It wow. was a poem that she wrote, and he just put chords behind I it did and not sang know it. That. You didn't know that. There it is. That's wow. one. That's one for you. That's a beautiful fun fact. Yes. I did not know. Yes. Now we go huh. from there, right? And then you got what you got. Imagine, yeah. which is Yoko's song, but John took took it. The next thing is, all we are saying is give peace. That's a not John. Chance. That's John. That's John. But I'm. But oh, okay. that's oak. That's I want to call it the mm. the Ono era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like he went, you know, and then instant karma's gonna get you, gonna write, slap you right into the face. Like his music took went a whole nother place. I think that's my favorite. Uh. John Rock song solo is when we all shine on like the, the moon, moon and the stars and the sun. See, he used reverb, in my opinion, better than anybody ever. Because even in all we are says, cracked, cracked. Yeah, he's got that all that gated. Right? Give peace yeah. a chance yeah, in great. bed. Yeah, you know, and then he comes back. That was during the Abbey Road sessions, right? And then right. he comes back, yeah. standing in the fire at Gibraltar, trying to get. And that's that. just him and Paul, right? Paul mm-hmm. playing drums on right. that tune. You know he's trying to get us some peace, Christ. You know it ain't easy. Yep. It was uh, at the at Paul and John always they, they they had each other's backs. Yep. You know I think there was a lot of animosity, and especially when the Beatles broke up and the way they broke up, and then they were kind of money man. I'm convinced mm. a thousand percent after watching this. Yeah. It's because they got shafted, and John, as you said, yep. was naive. Mm-hmm. George told him he was a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn kind of was just like, yo, this dude is different. Yeah. Like, they didn't come out and say it. And once he got into it, Paul was like, uh-uh. Yeah, he, he was already, Alan Klein already had his hands in John's pockets. Once, when when John's talking about it in the movie, you're like, oh, he's already he's already signed something probably. He's already bought, he's already like. Yeah, Paul was like, no. Turned over the keys, right. And that that was it. Yeah. To, yeah. to me, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so great documentary. Um, ten out of ten stars. Ten out of ten. Hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. A hundred percent. Thank you. I want. I want to just thank you, Peter Jackson. Absolutely. For it, doing it a was masterful well job. I'm sorry. I guess it, it it came out when it was supposed to come out. Yeah. You know they sat on this for what? Almost a year and a half. No, it, no, no, no. This was '69. Oh, oh, but but he didn't he didn't re-edit the movie until two years ago. But I'm just saying yeah. they set on set on all this 150 hours of footage, and it's just now putting it out. Yeah. Well, you see, the Beatles, I think they wanted to put this out at the 50 year. They wanted to put it out 2020, to be the 50 years since Let It Be. So the Beatles, like they line up their projects, you know, oh. they've got projects for the next 10 years probably. Like they know they're gonna they got stuff that we don't even know about. <laughs> yeah. But no one knew. I mean, no no one. I didn't know about all this unreleased footage. I'm sure there'd be little people that knew about it, but no one had given the green light. Who's going to do it? Who's going to go through it and edit it and what's going to look like? But I love the fact that 
they took it took you know almost nine hours to do it. Yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely, know, and we and didn't get hours. gypped. And you know why mm. we didn't get gypped? Also, we need to thank all the streaming services. Yep. That's why, because if it was regular yep. TV or if we only had the one avenue to go through yeah. with the movie, movie theater, we couldn't have been. We couldn't In a have, movie theater? Who's going to write? No, how can you put all that stuff together in an hour and a half? No. You can't. So no. thank you, Disney Plus. Yeah, thank you, Disney Plus. And I love the fact that it's on Disney Plus and somewhere, somehow, kids are watching this or their parents are watching with their kids because it's on Disney Plus. And that's brilliant. Cuz now you've made that you've you've bridged yourself. I mean the Beatles on Spotify, they're still getting 20 million listens a month. They should. Yep. There are not that many bands from 50, 60 years ago that are getting 20 million listens. No, what they did, what they the way they changed rock and roll, George Martin, you know, yep. with with the orchestral arrangements. Yep. Um, second to none. That's that's to me why mm-hmm. they're the number one band of yeah. all time. And again, the last part is what we talked about in an era where, as you said, everything has to be auto tuned, tweaked, synced up. You know, we laughed a couple times. Like uh, his his uh, guitars out of tune. Even even John joked about it. I think, but we, they didn't. No one had the, no one had a guitar tuner. No tuners. <laughs> no pedals. You plugged into the amp. You played. You no know, pro tools. No pro tools. You had an <laughs> elementary, uh, elementary uh, uh, drum, uh, uh, drum set, elementary school drum set, with a towel over it, and you just it symbols. They didn't say Zildjian. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> Those things. It's unbelievable. Yeah. No name. No name symbols, and you're out there doing which, your which, thing. Which is which. To me, the takeaway is, you can make great music, if you got the songs. And you've got the heart. You know what I mean? What did I tell you upstairs? It ain't the instrument. <laughs> You're the instrument. <laughs> Period. Amen. Well, on that note. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to, to us. To uh, the podcast. James and Harold. We'll uh, be we're, back with more yeah, later. Yeah, we're going to talk about more. 2022 is coming up, and we're going to get back into this little podcast. Yes, sir. This is a fun topic. We might be getting into some deep stuff. Yeah. But fortunately, we're sponsored by no one, so you can't <laughs> you can't cancel us. That's right. <laughs> we're sponsored by ourselves. We can't be canceled. Yes. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. So I gotta read that article.